the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's a Thursday. Today we will uh, celebrate Ducks Garage. They are uh, one of our sponsors who have been around for a long, long time and have been an integral part of the uh, car show that we have every year, uh, except for the last two because of COVID, uh, that started about a decade ago. It got underway with... uh, with Joe and Duck and myself, and they have been uh, instrumental in it, and uh, Bumper to Bumper got involved in it, and now uh, it is a major, major car show every year. It will happen again on uh, a week from Saturday on April 30th. It will happen at the Conway Expo Center. That's at 2505 East Oak Street in uh, in Conway. The show runs from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Now, uh, that's for people to come out and see it. It's absolutely free. You don't have to pay a penny to get in and look at these fantastic vintage older automobiles that have been restored, repainted, and they just look amazing. And, uh, you know, on on a good uh, year when the weather is is good, you know, you're looking at maybe two, three thousand people out there looking at the car so we expect that this year and uh, i think it's going to be a lot of fun if you want to be in the show there is still time uh you can register early and you can do it online by going to btbautoparts.com that's btbautoparts.com now by registering online you will uh, make sure that uh, you don't have to stand in line as long as a lot of people will then on Saturday. Everybody be standing there for, you know, filling out paperwork and everything. You won't have to do that if you register early. It's a $20 donation. All the money that we raise uh, at this event uh, with Bumper to Bumper and the Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Centers it goes to benefit the Ronald McDonald House Charities. We've been, like I said, we've been doing this for over a decade now. Started off with 60 cars. We're going to have a lot more than that this year. I talked to uh, the folks at Bumper to Bumper yesterday, and they told me, uh, or day before yesterday, in fact, and we have more than uh, 40 cars now that are pre-registered. That's it's the 43. Most, 43 now. There's That's more than we've ever had pre-registered. That's correct. So we're excited about this. We think it's going to be a big deal again this year. People are wanting to get out. They're wanting to go and see cars and, 
and especially cars like this. Uh, we've got class awards from pre-1949 all the way through uh, the present. Uh, if you want to get your car in the day of the show, you need to be there at uh, 7 a.m. I would suggest you get there before that. Oh, there'll be a line when we get there at 6 I know. already. Or so is. you want to get there early. Joe will be there. Is Russell going to be there with you? Sure. Okay. So he'll be there, and they'll be getting everything set up and, and ready to go. But the show itself starts at 10 a.m. for you to come and see it. You don't want to miss it again. It's absolutely free. While you're there, uh, $2 raffle tickets. You can buy some. That's for two Green Mountain Ledge grills that we're going to be giving away. These are Bluetooth grills. You put the uh, probe in the meat, and uh, you go sit down in the house where the air conditioning is, and it's 105 outside. You stay cool. You watch you know, a baseball game or something on TV and keep track of what going on with your meat that's excellent absolutely dave that's that's a pretty neat deal yeah it's going to be a great deal so again uh we'll be raffling off two green mountain uh, ledge grills the best of awards that we'll be giving away are for best of show best truck best muscle car best original best rat rod best corvette best off-road and the best of show award uh will be announced at two o'clock that's when the show ends just so you'll know, at 2 o'clock, the best of show will be known, and they'll walk away with a $1,000 Visa card. That's a pretty good gift, if you ask me. Sure is. So uh, a lot of things to keep. This is Now, this is not this Saturday. It's a week from Saturday. So you'll, you'll want to come and, and, be, uh, and be part of it. I'm just telling you that you want to be part of this bumper-to-bumper event. They have taken it. Look, Joe and Duck and I started it. And like I said, we had 60 cars the first time. That was about 10 years ago. Yeah. and I, I don't know. Was it 10 was, years ago pre-COVID or 10 years now? I think, I think now 10 years 10 pre-COVID. pre-COVID yeah. yeah, so 12 years now. Yeah. A lot of water has gone under the bridge, Joe. I don't know. Two-year delay got me off on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, was, was it snowing the, day, the first year? No, that was, uh, I think, the second year. The second year it snowed. Yeah, because it, it snowed when we were in the big lot at, at War Memorial, yeah. not on the little lot. Yeah, we were on the east side of War and it was cold, folks. Yeah. I mean, it's cold. Snow flurried, and then the sun come out, and it yeah. warmed up to about 65. And yeah, it was a nice day. day. Yeah. A lot of people came out. I know yeah. that much. And we'll have food trucks there. I think there's going to be three food trucks. Yes, sir. At the, uh, at the uh, event uh, this coming uh April 30th, so keep that in, in mind. So Joe's here. We're supposed to have some people in for ducks. You'll be there. We're uh, celebrating them. Hey! They had a little uh, alarm, a burglar alarm at the shop oh, early, no. early this morning. So I don't think anybody, I Again? think it's a, con- yeah, a contact or something, but they had to go check on that early and uh, okay. be here shortly. All right, all right. Is, is Duck saying that he's, they're going to carry him in on a stretcher or something? I, I don't, I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure. I don't think so. I think he's doing a walker, and he, he's okay. getting better. So We're gonna next, try. Uh, I'm hoping he'll make an appearance. Today, but first he might of May, not. first, first, first of May, he's gonna he's gonna have his May first, huh? Second, yeah, first or second. Okay, uh, so he's going to get it done and get it done yeah. quick. Yeah, this is his. Yeah, he wants to get back normal as soon as possible. He's second been, knee. Yep, yeah. going to do his second knee is what he's going to be doing. All right. 
So we're looking at about uh, 14 minutes after 6. Let's go ahead and get our first break in, get that out of the way. I've been mentioning bumper to bumper, bumper to bumper, of course. The certified service centers that you hear on the car and truck doctors every Saturday to answer your car questions. I'm, I think Charlie and uh, Russell are up this Saturday, if I'm not mistaken, and they'll join me at 9 o'clock and We'll go until 10 o'clock and answer any car question you might have uh, as far as, uh, you know, you have something not doing well. I just was over at, at Joe's Garage uh, Tuesday. Yes, sir. Had brakes done. And lo and behold, whoo, this, is, this is a great day. I've got now a windshield wiper on my back windshield. Yes, sir. And it works perfect. Been hooked up. I'm going to tell you what, it was all hooked up, mm-hmm. and I, I was leaving. And I couldn't remember how to turn the take-on thing on. I haven't had it for two and a half, three <laughs> years. And I'm looking, and I'm look, and I forgot, You got it's a button. You push a button, and it's uh, just right above the, uh, the heater. And it really messed me up. I finally figured it out. So we had some rain, and... Man, I could actually see out my back windshield the way I like to. You could see a car behind you, so that was good. But my thanks to Bumper to Bumper about that and uh, the workers over at Joe's Garage and, the, of course, uh, Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Centers. Uh, you go to a Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Center, any part they put on your car, 24,000 miles or two-year warranty. It goes bad, they'll they'll fix it, and there'll be no warranty uh, on that part uh, keep that uh, in mind if you use the uh, bumper to bumper uh, credit card it's three years 36 thousand miles so good deal to say joe yep. good deal bumper to bumper does it, it is. good and like i said they do a lot of things in the community as well all right let's get the rest of this break in and then we'll be back with more here on the dave ellswick show all right back with you joe is here he's gotten in this is a little bit different. Now, Joe has done this before. He's come in at 6 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know if anybody from Duck's Garage has ever been here at 6 o'clock in the morning. Well, I think that if they hadn't had alarm down there this morning, Dave, I think that would have been They'd been right. here? Okay. Yeah. Do the thing. That That is something that Duck yells about all the time because he says people break in and they just don't even – they just like give them a ticket. Yeah. They don't even they don't even make these people go they to jail. They write them a ticket and let them go. Yeah, don't make them. And if you thought it only happened on the east and west coast, you're wrong. Nah, it's been happening in a lot of different places. Yep. And a lot of that the the reason is is because the state has the jail cells all filled up on a county level at their jails uh, with uh, state inmates that they're housing because yes. they don't want to build another prison. Something's got to give here. Something's got to change. Mm-hmm. It won't change under this governor, but it's got to change. Although this governor did ask for more beds. And so we'll we'll see if any of that happens to, to come to fruition. It's going to have to happen. you got to put them somewhere. I mean, it's just like I, I, I saw that story the other day, the guy that, that shot a person. Uh, in fact, he shot up that um, that mall in South Carolina. Yeah. And they didn't keep put him in jail. They put a, an ankle ankle monitor on him. Twenty five uh, twenty five thousand dollars, and he paid two hundred fifty bucks. He's out. Yeah, and they put a ankle monitor on mm-hmm. him. You can't. Well, this is about Duck's Garage. That's right? correct. This is about 
going to move away from talking yeah. as I get irritated with it. I really do. Just so many things happen in this country that are stupid. All right. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the car show again. I want to go back to that. How many in the in the, the the past? We typically have like three or four Model Ts and Model As, don't we? Sure. Yeah, that's really wild to look at that and then find a car that's close to being a car of today and see how far the car has come in American culture. Well, yeah, if 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 you come out to this car show, you'll get to see uh, some of the early 1920s and 30s vehicles. And and you could look at that and there'll be some 2021s there, some probably some Challengers or Hellcats yeah. or whatever. Hellcat. And you'll get to look and watch. This is what it looked like when they first started building them. Yep. And what it looks like today. It's really amazing. The transformation is amazing. Well, I think the whole transformation is very amazing in the, in the today's world for a, for a new automobile because you have to remember that, and a lot of people don't take this into context, that everything on today's car came out of the ground, Dave. That's correct. I, it doesn't matter what you look at on it. It, it was... It came out of the ground, either a petroleum product-based product or a, either a leather seat, a rubber wiper blade, anything with metal in it. Yeah. Plastic. Metal. By the way, metal comes out of the ground. Absolutely. Go up north and see one of the steel mills. They'll, cow, they'll teach cow, you that. Cow eats the grass. Yeah. And gave up his hide for them leather seats. Yep. And and if you can't you can't you can't say one thing on that car it didn't come out of the ground. The rubber on the tires come out of rubber trees. It's amazing if you sit there and you walk around and say, I'm going to find something that didn't. You'll not find anything. That's pretty cool. It's, it's cool when you think about it. I'm telling you because. The engineering is amazing. That that's And if you tell you, all right, they started digging stuff out of the ground and build this 1931 Ford. And now they're building this 2021 Ford. An EV. That's correct. And and it's just, to me, you know, in, in, in a course of 100 years. That's what happened. Yeah. It, it just goes into showing what people can do when they put the mind to it. And it's given really the opportunity. Yeah. And give, that's the other thing. There you go. Given the opportunity. That's right. Capitalism. Yeah. So it's amazing. Human ingenuity is awesome. Yeah, it really is. I mean, Ford, uh, you know, did some amazing things. I mean, he gave us... Uh, the production line and all the rest, he was able to make them quickly, fast, reasonably priced. First uh, was is the Model T was the first one, correct? Or was yep. it? Okay. The Model T, uh, when it came off the, the end of the line, if they had to be made individually, one by, you know, one man working on this one, another man working on this one, instead of doing the assembly line, the car would have been worth probably that had it charged a little over two thousand dollars, but because of the assembly line, it was seven hundred and ninety-five dollars. Well, there's a lot of stories about that. You know, uh, Henry Ford walked out there one day and he said, "Wow, why we got all these wooden crates piled up out there?" They said, "Well, that's what the parts are shipped in." In right. He said, "What do we do with them?" He said, "Well, we burn them." What? 
<laughs> Why? I can hear Henry can't, right now. Can't, can't we use them somewhere on the car? Because see, back then the floorboards were made out of wood. Right. And he said, well, they're, they're not the right size. So he walked around there and looked at them, and he walked around there and looked at that car, and he said, they will be next time they come in. <laughs> so he called his supplier that he was purchasing those products from, and he Here's said, what size the this is the exact be. crate size you need to ship them in. That's if right. you can't do that, I'll find another supplier. And he also de- he de- he told them what kind of wood they want to build those crates out of. So when they got there and they opened the crates, the crates could be used for the floorboards in the cars because the wood was the right size. Pretty amazing. Smart man. Yes, he was. I mean, people don't realize how smart he was. He was Very really smart. smart. Yep. You ever go up to in the Detroit area, make sure you go to his museum. It's yeah. awesome. I've been there. It is very cool. There's a lot of things that happened uh, historically and as the industrial age was moving on that is really just incredible about the thoughts that these guys came up with. And they came up, hey, they developed them from nothing. Correct. There's no there, idea. There were no cars. And yeah. then they decided, we'll, you know what? Let's get rid of the horses, all right? That way we don't have to walk down the sidewalk or get in the street and step in a big old, you know, steaming pile of it. Landmine. And, and, they, and they did. And, and they sure. did. They looked beyond. These guys said we're visionaries and they could look beyond that. You know, I don't know if it was a Frenchman or who that devised the first car. It doesn't matter. I'll just tell you it was Henry Ford. They came up with a methodology to be able to build them quick, build them where they would run consistently well, and he changed America. Yes, he did. That's it. And and then and then all those cars started going overseas too. Oh, absolutely. He made a lot of money. He made a lot of money, and a lot of people. This is what's so great about capitalism, because then he had to hire all those workers to build all those cars. Yep. And because, and then they had to buy, they had to hire all those people to load all those cars on the ships, and they had to have all the people to run the ships. I mean, you get it. You, it goes on and on and on. And they raised thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of people out of poverty. Absolutely. Yeah. Gave them a paycheck. Yeah. Gave them something to do. Absolutely. And make, gave you them know, pride. The, the the big boom back then was in the twenties and in the 30s and we were in a recession a depression yep when he started doing this and he made it work through that that's that's tough that's even that's out. even you, tougher you betcha and then uh after world war ii because the the world was in shambles except for we were divided from all the conflict by two big big oceans uh you know we had about 20 years that uh, you know we were the we were the big, uh, the big boy on the block. Yeah, I think we still are, but not near as powerful as what we should be. Oh, I know? agree, and I agree with that. I, we we helped. We think about what the United States did, Joe. It rebuilt the world, absolutely. And then they taught them how to do it themselves. And what mm-hmm. happened? Yeah. They turned on us, bit bit the hand to fit them. Well, you know, if you look at it like, you know, gun control, just, you know, on a world stage. They say having the right to own a firearm for personal protection is causing 
and there's too many guns out there, and the bad people have the guns, and this, that, and other. Well, let's look at it on a world stage, Dave. If the United States of America didn't have a military with guns, where would we be right now? Yeah, especially if Russia was yeah. the country that had the guns. And mm-hmm. I don't think you They've got guns. Place. You need guns. I agree. Period. You need a bigger gun. That's correct. <laughs> the bigger <laughs> and the best gun. That's right. That's what I've always said about our enemies. You know, they got guns. Well, we need guns, too. But our guns need to be bigger than their guns. That's so the government the realizes you need guns? We realize we need guns. All right. Let's take a break. Let's get a minute worth of news in, and then we'll come back and let's talk about a car here on the Dave Ellswick Show. And uh, we're celebrating ducks today. Hey, David Lucas, he'll teach you about gold and silver. That's not like buying beans and, and uh, you, know, you know, green beans and cans of green beans and peas or whatever. Precious metals have all kinds of things you got to consider about them. I mean, are you going to buy it and want the precious metal in your hand? Or are you willing to take a certificate for a certain amount of, of a precious metal? That's That's your first decision usually. Well, David Lucas will teach you what's the best way and how to do it. Uh, he works with a uh, a group that's regulated and licensed, and they're national wholesalers here in the country, and they'll get you direct prices from a dealer that you can trust. So learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets, the IRA, 401Ks, things of that nature, and learn about buying silver and gold because, like I said, it's a different animal. 501-222-3315. I mean, once you know what you're doing, it's no big deal. But you got to learn. It's like you got a learning curve on everything when you're doing it the first few times. 501-222-3315. That's the David Lucas Financial Company. Investment advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment advisor i highly recommend him i've known him for years and uh, you don't stay in business for years and not do it right all right joe is sitting in the studio we just got a call duck is on his way yep he is coming into the studio he'll be here in about 10 minutes so we'll look forward to seeing him they had a had an alarm this morning over at duck's garage yeah that happens Oh, yeah. It happens happens for you, except everybody gets across your fence, got a couple of Rottweilers to face. Yeah, well, got different dogs today, Dave, but still, I've got three of them out there, and one of them is a Doberman, and one of them is kind of a pit bull mix, and one of them is a, uh, I guess you would call it a Heinz 57. (laughs) I remember when you had a couple of Rottweilers. Yeah. And, uh. As long as everybody was around, the dogs were nice. Yep. But I had dropped my car off on Sunday nights before to let you guys get to yep. it early morning on, on Monday. And when there's nobody around, those dogs are not Yeah, they're not very friendly. Don't stick your fingers through the fence trying to pet them. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. Not a good thing to do. No. Yeah, anyway. They're good dogs, though. They really are. Well, they do their job. Does Susan still have her little dog that she used to have up front all the time? Or did he pass away? Yeah, that yeah, you're talking about Lucky, he's gone. Yeah. He's been gone for years. Has he? We've got two um Dobermans at the house, Rufus and Ruby. <laughs> and then uh that's Did you come up with the name Rufus? 
Actually, it's uh, he's named after a good friend of mine at Pasco. Oh, away. okay, uh, okay. That's kind of cool. weird naming a dog after your buddy. He <laughs> uh, just fit the bill. I understand. Yeah, I understand. it was um, Bobby Brock on Bobby's Cafe. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, he he passed away several years ago, and I got this dog, and this dog's mannerism and looked just kind of looked like him. I said, I'm gonna name him Rufus. That was Bobby's middle name. So. You and you and I. Ate there many a time. Sure, and we go over. His son runs it now. His That's name uh, is Bob. So okay, yeah, it's still a family family business. Still in there, and they're out there at Morgan, and they do a great job. Now you tell me when you want to go and have lunch there again. All right, okay. I'll buy you. We can do that. Did you hear what I just said? I, I heard said that. I'll buy. You said you'll buy. <laughs> Are you sick, Dad? <laughs> That's. I'm just saying. Joe has known me. When I was scratch broke, I mean, scratching to keep going. That's the way it uh, sometimes is. But, uh, yeah, this business does not pay big bucks unless your name used to be Rush Limbaugh. I got you. <laughs> it pays big, big dollars. All right. How difficult is it to judge a Model T versus a muscle car? It's very difficult. That's why we have different classes. <clears throat> for instance you can go into the all original category or the modified for instance if you come in and you say all right i got a 1932 t bucket right with no top on it and 50 inch tires on the back and, cool looking on yeah and, and you know headers come out flames down the side of it yeah. it's not nowhere near original so you can't judge that one against an all original vehicle so right. we, we kind of know the difference and that's the way we do it you know you can uh i i you know as far as one beating the other one it's kind of all what you like uh, but we still have to category them as original or modified a muscle car you know now if you get a bucket and you got you got flames on the side and stuff mm-hmm. on the antenna you better have a beaver tail well you know a lot of people do different things back then. You know, them cars didn't even have antennas and they have radios in them. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's different to judge them like that. But these people that do this for us, the Rock City Cruisers, they're the judges for the show. They're awesome. And they've been doing it for, what, five or six years for yeah, us? Yeah, they've been doing it for a long Plus time they, now. You know, and they do it for other car show, shows and they do it for theirs and, and it, it really helps to have some good experienced judges and people that have looked at the cars all the time. They know what they're looking at. They know how to critique it. And they know how to score it properly. That way, nobody's feelings are hurt. They'll say, well, why didn't I win? We can go back to our spreadsheet and look at the score sheets. And each car will have three judges sheets in there. So it was judged three times by three different judges. And that cumulative score is where you're going to be scored. But if you say, well, why did I lose by one point? Well, this one judge looked at this particular category on your car and judged at this. So two of them got it at nines, and one of them has got it at an eight. Yeah, you That's got, where you go need to be Go and talk to the at. judges and That's find correct. out why. Yeah. Because you know, it, it's like anything else. I was just talking about learning to, you know, to purchase gold and silver. Well, mm-hmm. to win a car show... There's things that you got to do. I'm going to say that you got to make sure there's no rust on your car. Well, the paint's got to be immaculate. Yeah. 
mean, if you if you got a few little rust spots and nicks and dings here and there, and the next car to you that's in the same category with you that don't have that, you're going to lose. Yeah. But if you want to know why you lost, all you got to do is ask their score sheet on it. If you got, give me if my you got, point total. If you get a bunch of flakes of dirt in your trunk, mm-hmm. or you forgot to open your trunk, you're going to get a zero on the trunk. Yeah, and that's, that's going to kill, kill you. you. You'll not win. I promise. Yeah, you. <laughs> that will kill you. Unless you, you can convince everybody else in your class to close their trunk. You know, over <laughs> over the years, one thing I've noticed is it seems to be the cars from the fifties that win the most. Well, that was the, in my opinion, the the greatest era of car making. The pinnacle uh, with the fins and the whole nine yards. Well, just the body style, the body lines, the emergence of the V8s, and and a lot of other innovative things like you know you would take like the Wonder Bar radio and you're you're looking at probably uh, uh, better hydraulic brake systems. You know, you went from the 30s and the 40s, and it graduated up into the 50s, and then in the 50s, before it got to the 60s, that was the my my opinion there. You know, they went from manual brakes to power brakes. They went from uh, the, the electrical systems on them, the power windows, and, you know, just a lot of ad- well, add-ons. Interiors that, were much better. Oh, yeah. They looked cooler. The, yeah. You know, the button, the button hook. Uh, upholsteries and yep. stuff like that you yeah. know i that's the one thing that i had against like chargers and challengers and and all the muscle cars is that when you got into those cars they were pretty you know uh how do we put this straight on it yeah. was about power with a muscle car yeah. it wasn't about wow isn't it pretty in here no no it wasn't you had a gear shift sitting there yeah, a couple bucket seats, you know. Mm-hmm. They, they they typically weren't anything special inside, as far as I'm concerned. But I was wondering what it was going to do when I pushed my foot down on the accelerator. Well, sure, but you know, in the '50s, is the emergence of automatic transmission too. So yeah, there's a lot of a lot of things in in those year models in the '50s, and my my favorite body style was '57. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't remember. F- the the 50s that much to be honest i mean i was born in 53 so eisenhower was president but i don't remember much about him except about what i've read and that my my father loved the guy because he was commander-in-chief of world war ii Mm -hmm. so uh but uh, the the cars yeah i like the looks of a lot of them i really did yeah but if i if i had to pick a couple of errors i I like the 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 uh, the cars back in the days of Al Capone, yeah, because that was such a big part of Chicago history where I running grew up. Boards. At. That's right. You just sit on the running board with a with a with a machine gun, you know, and fire away. With a machine gun, by the way, that you bought out of your Sears catalog, because <laughs> you could get one out yeah. of the Sears catalog. All right. We come back. I've got a what do we got here? I got who's it? Oswald's got a 2013 Jag. Let's talk about that. Sure. Do you want to do you want to buy a Jag because that's a complex automobile? We'll talk more about it here in just a moment. PI Roofing got everything all taken care of. My roof finally. My uh, insurance sent the last check uh, to uh, the folks over at PI Roofing and 
I got notification of the final final cost, and I was happy with it, very happy with it. So brand-new roof on the on the house. They do a fantastic job, uh, 25-year warranty, 10-year warranty that it will not let one drop of water through it, and it is the last uh, roof that I'll ever have to put on my house. You want to get a good job done on your roof, and a lot of you are looking for a good roofing company right now because we've had all this hail and stuff. Uh, you call PI Roofing, 501-707-3551, or visit them online at piroofing.com. Yeah, during the break, I ran down the stairs, got in the car, ran a couple blocks away, uh, knocked on the door, got them up uh, out of their house. They went back. We got an extra large uh, pizza here, guys. All right. <laughs> Because yeah, I'm back now. Yeah. I want to where I've gone. Uh, anyway, did you hear that? Let me do that again. Hello. Good morning. Whose voice is that? <laughs> That's Duck's voice. It's good to see you back, brother. Uh, May, uh, May the 2nd, they're going to put it all back in. I heard. That's what Joe was telling <clears throat> us. That's fantastic. It's been kind of bad three three months. Yeah, I it hasn't been kinda. It's been a bad three months. Yes, it has. It's uh, but it's got better. It's uh, not swelled up no more. Don't hurt no more until they mess with it again. Then they're gonna make it hurt again. <laughs> yeah, but, they'll make it hurt. But once that hurts over with, it should be you know through with it. It take me three or four weeks to get it back up working. You know pretty well. You know until then it it'll take six months to get it completely back up working, but. Within three or four weeks, it'll be back up where I can walk and get around without my friend. Your walker. Yeah, my friend. I had to take him, take him with me everywhere I go. I've used that a few times for myself. It's, yep. You know, it's a humbling <coughs> experience when it is. you have to have a, a walker. It really yep. is. And then, you know, now they give me a handicap placard going on my, you know, my truck. So Sorry, I took the, the good parking spot out there. I parked right beside you this morning. <laughs> But you know it's it's uh you know for six six weeks they didn't want me out of the house you know mm-hmm. so and it you know and that was a long six weeks too. Your son told me you were ready to eat people alive during that time. Is that true? Pretty close. <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah, I don't know how people do that. I mean, <clears throat> when I had open heart surgery, they wanted me basically to stay at the house for four weeks. I told the doctor I'll be back to work in two, and I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I just I wouldn't have been able to take it. I would have gone crazy. Um, yeah, it's um, I've watched so much TV, and that you know, you, you just get sick of sitting in because I can get up and get around on it for about an hour, and then it tells you to go home and get back in the bed. Yeah. I got and, you, and I got to go home, prop it back up. And then within a couple of hours, it goes. The you know it, it quits hurting because basically all's in there is two pieces of plastic, and it looks like two tie straps holding it all together. That's not what's holding it together, but that's what well, it looks I got like. You. It's still, but, you know, and uh, hopefully that uh, however it got infected, that uh, they've got all that cured. Well, that's good. I went last Thursday, and they picked the kneecap up and pulled fluid out from under it again. Uh, it come out clean. Uh, they sent it to the lab. The lab said it looked good. They're going to make it see if it'll grow for two weeks, and if it don't grow, 
I should get a report on next Friday, and then they're going to put it in on Monday morning at 830. All right. That's good news. That yes. is really good news. Yeah. yeah. Now, I know that you had to wear one of these, and I wore it all the time in the pick line. Yep. I did that for six weeks. I wore it for eight weeks. That was that's every, ridiculous, isn't every it? Every day at 3.30, Teresa gave me medicine, gave me two different antibiotics. And, yep. Uh, a, a, a drug that keeps it from clotting at the end of the pick line. Right. And the pick line is right at your heart. They yep. go in through your arm. Yep. I watched the guy at the hospital Do put it. it in there. Yep. And... Uh, the worst part of it, to be honest, the worst part <clears throat> is the shot they give you to numb your arm. feels like they put a couple of bees on you and say, sting him. Yeah. You know? and, uh, but, you know, I, you know, they got it on a, on a kind of like an x-ray machine. Yeah, in you there. get to watch it. Yeah, and the guy, he said, he said <laughs> you know, he, they measured across from my arm over to my chest to my heart. And he yeah. said, okay, this is what we're going to do. And, and the girl that come out and took it out, she took it out at home and she, uh, you know, unbandaged it and she said are you ready and i said yeah and she said all right it's out you know were you were you able to feel it come out nope yeah see i i felt it come out never felt nothing that, that ha- i i felt that <clears throat> and uh, when i had my open heart surgery they had something that they put in that kind of went around my heart and they had to pull that out and i i felt it come in my chest mm-hmm. go around in a circle and then I felt it come out my arm. That was the weirdest feeling I've ever well, had, had in my lifetime. They had a, a deal in my leg, and they would. Uh, it was kind of like a drain deal. Yeah, but it was actually pushing antibiotics in it when I was in the hospital. Uh-huh. Now, when they pulled that out right before I left the hospital that third day, yeah, I knew it come out. Oh, it had healed up around it probably. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, when she yanked on it, I knew exactly when it come out. Yeah, I know. I I but, got you. You know, like I asked the doctor, Dave, so how did I get this? Yeah. And I have yet to get an answer stating, okay, you got it from this or you got it from that, you got it from this. All they'll say is, hey, uh, you have so many germs in your mouth, we don't know where it come from. Well, the same way when I got MRSA, <clears throat> and I asked them where did it come from, and they said, Dave, MRSA is all around you. It's in the ground. It's everywhere. And you were just unlucky enough for it to find you and i'm going well let's not let this happen again mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly what i told the doctor I, uh dr the the lap is her name she's a infectious disease doctor and i said well, whatever caused this could you please tell me so i can make sure i don't never let this happen again yeah because if you got any foreign material in you like you know like metal uh-huh uh the infectious goes straight to it and attaches to it because I asked the doctor, can you not just give me shots around it? Nope. Nope. He said, got to come out. And the day I was in there, there was three knees in there and two <laughs> hips getting the same thing. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Well, it's good to see you. You look good great. To see you. I mean, you really do. You look good. Color's I, good, everything. I feel good. It's just uh, voice is strong. Just a matter of getting it straightened out now. All right. Good. All right. We've got uh, three minutes here. So let me ask this question. We're going to talk about a Jaguar here. A Jaguar XF four-cylinder, two-liter. How do I v- fix the AC vent? Far right AC vent in my car does not open up. It raises a little when I turn on my car, then it fails to open. However, when I push it open manually, then turn off my car, 
the AC vent closes automatically, no problem. So the only issue is when it needs open. Can I fix this myself? So let's start with you, uh, Joe. What do you think? Well, I don't think he can fix that for by himself. It's going to be no. a, it's going to be an actuator issue. Okay, All right. and don't what well, your mom that has to be programmed too. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Twenty twenty thirteen. Yeah. yeah, it's got to be programmed. Complex so. automobile. Exactly. They took and it's getting worse every day. They took a car that wasn't that complex <coughs> and made it really complex. Well, it's got dual zone and uh, going to have it on the drivers and the passenger side and. Each one can select where they want the air to blow out, and that one ain't working right. So, All right, when we come back, a little bit of history about uh, Ducks Garage as we salute them today. They've been an integral part of the Dave Ellswick Show for years now, and uh, today we salute them here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. We got Duck here. He's the main proprietor and bottle washer at Duck's Garage. And I clean the bathrooms, too. Yep, he does He does it all over there. And uh, we've got him in the studio today. It's good to see him back. It's been several weeks. He's had a few health problems, got those basically taken care of now, and uh, he'll be uh, making his way back here to the studio. He loves coming in and doing this. So does Joe. Both of them yeah. enjoy doing it. And... Uh, uh, Russell told me, you kept telling him, I can't wait to get back on the radio. Yep. <laughs> well, I can't wait to get out of the house. That's well, the, that was the key. Yeah, that's that's a good you know, a you, you only explanation. Can, can, you only can sit and watch so much TV, Dave. And then you start, you start understanding what Marshall McLuhan, who was a great writer about uh, television, why he called it a vast wasteland. Yes. <laughs> because it is. I mean, when you sit down, you think of reality TV, that is one vast wasteland. That is, oh, yeah. you know, what, what's that one that I keep seeing advertised? I, here's my problem. I like NCIS. I could have watched, I, I probably have seen every episode, but I'll watch them again. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they got that one show that they've started where it's the girls that fall in love with prisoners and they get married. 
Some, oh, yeah. Some love lockup or something like that. I tried to watch one episode of that, yeah. and I'm going, this. I'm, I made it about three or four minutes. There is nothing about this show that interests me. There is nothing about this show that interests me. No. And it's a waste of 30 <laughs> minutes, well, 60 minutes that uh, each one of those episodes are. Ridiculous. Yeah. Of course, separate commercials from the show, you're getting about 35 minutes of television, really. For that's an hour. A, yeah, for an hour. That's a, that's about it. All right, so let's let's give people a little history here. This day in history on the Dave Ellswick Show. I met Duck through Joe, and uh, Joe tricked him like I tricked Joe <laughs> into coming on my show one time. To answer questions about cars. Yeah, we was going to we was going to lunch. That's what I'm saying. He told you he you said no, I ain't doing that. I won't be on the radio. And he tricked you into going to lunch and brought you did it on. You got on and you said yeah, that was fun. Yeah, all right. And you That's had a good been night. a long time ago, fifteen, sixteen years. You ago, were at Whitey's. Yep. All right. Just you know, <clears throat> Doc was over at Whitey's, and Joe knew him well. We did some remotes at Whitey's and things of that nature over the years. And then Duck decided that he was going to do what a lot of Americans do. And he was going to step out and start his own business. Did? Yeah, talk about that a little bit. Um, nine years ago, matter of fact, this coming November will be nine, be start the 10th year. Um, Fantastic. Yep, it's, uh, it's had its up and downs, Dave. You know, it's, uh, it's like any other business. You have good years and you have bad years. The year 2020, yeah, it wasn't a good year, was it, Joe? Well, COVID, you know, what yeah. can you say about that? Yeah, yeah. but, you know, it's uh, it's it's had good years and bad years, and uh, it's, you know, it's uh, it basically is what it is. You know, uh, we've done good. My two sons run it. Uh, I, tur- I turned it over. I t- I, hold on, oh. Dave. This is AT&T. Okay, the, the folks at the yeah, phone company are coming. calling him, yeah. doing their, Hello. Uh, doing doing their uh, their thing. Yeah, you know, he's got to talk to them. But yeah, you talk we, you yeah. talked him into starting sure. his own gig. Well, I told him he was he was good enough, smart enough, and 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 knew what he was doing. And and you know, instead of running a company for somebody else, you ought to do it for yourself. And yeah, and uh, he he kind of bought into that and. You know, talked to his wife, Teresa, about it. She said, what's it really like? I said, it's a roller coaster. You know, I'll be going up, click, 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 and you come down the other side real fast. I know. I I laugh because here's what Joe always tells me when I ask him about what it's like to own your own business. He says, I start every day with nothing. That's it. And I've got to pay all those guys. I got to make sure they got enough work and and all the rest. There's a lot of responsibility. And you know what? I was talking to Dennis and some other folks the other day, James and some other yeah. your, your, your uh, employees. employees. Yeah. And they were saying you're a great guy to work for. He said we know he's got our backs. Yeah, I do. You know my 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 group of guys over there is like ducks guys. We're just all family. Starts with the family that works for us, my wife, my daughter, my grandsons, plus the employees that I have. I have employees that have been there for, I have three that are over 20 years, Dave. 
That's and I've got about nor- that's not normal, by the way. I've got a, about four or five yeah. that are ten plus. So you know, and and I, it's kind of like when you when you go to work at Joe's Garage, if you fit in and 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 everything goes good, you're a lifer. Yeah, you're this there. You know, and, and I try and take care of my guys. I do everything I can for them, equipment wise. I give them best pay I can. Nobody at Joe's Garage, just like Ducks, is paid commission, are they, Duck? No. no. Yeah, you go, push that. No. I got you. And and we do that for a reason, don't we, Duck? Yep. We're more concerned about quality than we are quantity. We want to fix it the first time. Well, you guys get you both. Know? You guys get the quality and the quantity. I mean. Uh, I was talking to Dennis the other day on uh, Tuesday. He said he came in that morning and he said there were forty cars out front ready to be worked on. Yeah, that's I, a lot of cars. I'm I'm booked up right now until May the the ninth. I think Court Russell told me yesterday. It's amazing. Anything is big now. Oil changes, stuff like that. We'll you know we Come we in, get yeah. them through the day, but yeah, you know anything it's work. Yeah. Uh, he's got a six six Duramax in there. They're putting a they're putting a motor in it, uh, broke crankshaft in it. Uh, he's got three Fords out front. Needs injectors in them. Uh, you know, it's just uh, need help. Can't find no help. Uh, well, there's plenty of work. There's plenty of business for everybody out there. That's why you hear all of the different guys that are on here that are part of the bumper to bumper certified service centers. And they help each other. Yes. Ryan. Oh, absolutely. You know, Ryan that sold his out. What's, yeah. what's the, the young guy's Austin. name? Austin. Mm-hmm. I've been sending him. Blake's been sending him some. I sent a bunch to Gary Henry. I've even sent some to Ken Sullivan, mm-hmm. you know, because. I think Gary Henry's like, don't send me anymore. Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to him the other day, and he says, I got more work than I know what to Shake a stick at. There's uh-huh. probably it is. 40 sitting there now to work on. You can't hardly get up to the front door because I've run out of parking spot in the back. Wow. And I got about 20 ready to go home that people need to pick up. All right. One last story about, about Duck and starting his own business. Again, Joe was the one who kind of talked him into it. Yeah, I had already been thinking about it for over a year. I, well, let me rephrase that, Dave. I worked on it a year and a half before anybody even knew what was going on. Okay. We was at the car show. Yep. And I, t- and I told Joe, I said, come on, get in the golf cart. We need to ride out here and look at something. So we ride out there, and I tell him what I'm fixing to do. And he said, okay, that's fine. He said, whatever you need, I'll help you. I said, well, I've been working on it for a year and a half. I had been buying equipment, buying, you know, computers and mm-hmm stuff that i knew i had to have just to open the door up with uh-huh. and, and and i did it and uh they ain't never looked back all right don't want to look back i want you to tell a great story here <clears throat> about middle of the night you're back in a semi truck in beside your house and Teresa saying what are you doing no i was overhauling a motor <laughs> i had i had built the dt-466 and I had it ready to sit in the next morning. It was hanging on the cherry picker um, with with the oil in it, filters on it. It was ready to go back in the truck. And 2 o'clock in the morning, I sat up in the bed, and she said, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, number six rod bearing ain't, number six rod ain't tightened on the block. I was building it. Whitey come running back here and said, come on, we got one broke down in the middle of the road. I laid the torque wrench on number six rod, so I remember 
when I got back to torque it, I got back, picked the torque wrench up, backed it off, put the pan on it, set it up, built it. And 2 o'clock in the morning, little brain went off. I went the next morning, stood it back up, pulled the pan off of it, and checked it. Sure enough, number six rod bolts was hand tight. There you go. I'm just telling you. And from that day forward, I used whiteout. When I when I put a when I put a rod bearing in it or a main bearing in it and torque it, I put a piece of paint it white out. And that white out'll be there ten or fifteen years later. Once it's on and dries, it will not come off. And that way when I put the pan up, I look and make sure they're all got white out on it. They do. I put the pan up and I don't worry about them no more. There you go. But that's saying, uh, that's one of my favorite stories. He tells me just because your wife, what are you doing? I sat up in the bed, Dave, and she. I woke know up. Teresa, so I can imagine what. <laughs> I mean, you know, but if you if you've ever done mechanic work or if you've ever done any kind of work where torquing something is very important, and that part, as you know, Joe, oh yeah, it is very important. You know, you. When you go home and your head lays down, you'll build the whole motor in your sleep. You know, I, I've I've told my guys over and over and over again, you know, even the ones that started off in the industry working for me that didn't know anything about cars, but they wanted to, and they came from, you know, being cleaning the shop to lube tech, from a lube tech to a line tech and doing specific things. And and there's the, the trick to this is, the things that are most important in the job you're doing when you get through with that job you got to play that back in your head walk back through it i did this yes i did that yes i did this yes i did this yes and if you don't ultimately you're going to miss something but if you replay that in your head and you got all your bases covered 99 percent of the time you're good to go and sometimes just like doug said you'll wake up in the middle of the night and you'll think i don't remember doing that I got to go check it. Yep. And that's the way it works. That's the difference between doing a good quality job and just doing the job. And and, and not only that, Dave, uh, a good quality job is not done until you can sell it to the customer. It has to look good. It has to be neat. Your nasty handprints got to be off of it. You know, and that's what I preach to my guys. Look, when you go park it, take your rag with you. Wipe steering wheel down, wipe brake pedals off. I tell my guys, when you get through working on it, make it look like whoever was working on it cared about it. Yeah, never touched it, you know, as far as is leaving your mark. Leaving it like you would like to see it when you pick it up. Yeah. If it was your vehicle. All right. Let's get a break in. Got another break. We're celebrating and saluting Duck's Garage Day. We're going to do this next Thursday. We're going to salute Joe's Garage. Yes, sir. And uh, talk about it. We'll talk about how... He got started and how he expanded and all the different things that went on with uh, with his business as well. It's seven nine. These guys have been part of my show for over two decades, so yes, it's in, important to me to to give them their day in the sun. To be honest with you, today I am having Billy Mac out at my house. He's coming out to talk to me about uh, putting an alarm security system on the Ellswick household. Um, he'll be out there about 10 o'clock and he and I will have a discussion and I want him to tell me how many cameras he thinks that I should put on is a doorbell camera something that I need or do I need one that's out over my you know driveway or whatever we're going to discuss all of that and then we're going to discuss about how many uh, door and window sensors I need and 
how the analytics work out so i know it's a, a person or a car or an animal or whatever that's around my house so we're going to get all of that out at the ellswick household today see i i use the people that advertise on my show because i believe in them and i know that they do the job and they do it right billy mack is the the person who does the security for you know nuke one if it's good enough for people with nuclear reactors it's good enough for my house i'll just put it that way and it's good enough for your house and it's good enough for your business as well and when billy mack does it you pay for the service you don't pay for any of the hardware Call him 501-205-1333. That's 501-205-1333. That is ICU protection. 24 after 7. Hey, we've got a uh, vacuum cleaner uh, we want to give away. It's one of those five-gallon bucket ones. It sits on a five-gallon bucket, and uh, it's great for your boat, great for your truck. You know, if you're a hunter, you'll like it. Uh, you be the first caller at 501-823-0965, and Heidi's going to get some information for you, and Duck will make sure that you get yeah, I'll that, give you uh, a call when I get back in the truck. You get things all taken care of for you. But if you want the uh, vacuum cleaner, 501-823-0965. Now, that's a wet-dry vac, right? Yes. All right. It's good Good to, to have. It works for you very nicely. 25 minutes after 7. Uh, Justin has a 2005 Mercury Grand Marquis. It's the ultimate edition. It's got an eight-cylinder, 4.6-liter engine. Said I had my coolant leak fixed recently and my number seven piston because that's where the leak was causing a misfire. Also, my mechanic said I need a new alternator. How do I make my air blow harder in the cabin? That's funny. Gives us all of that and said, "How do you make the air blow harder in the cabin?" So, Put a filter in it. Let's turn it. Let's turn it right over to you, Duck, on this one. Put a filter in it. Okay. You need a cabin filter. Most likely. Okay. If it's not that, the evaporator core is all stopped up, ain't it, Joe? Yeah. You know, it's a Grand Marquis, so O five model, and uh, man, this this is so convoluted here. It's hard to answer which one. <laughs> You know, I don't know if he's asking on those other two. Like low pressure on the highest setting. He's talking about the way the air flows through there. There's only yeah. we can figure. But, you know, it's either stopped up because of the cabin air filter or AC. Uh, the uh, evaporator is restricted. Or the blower motor won't change speeds, you yeah. know. Uh, you know, so. It's kind of hard to say, but yeah. I'd start with the cabin air filter and I go from there. Start with the easiest stuff, yeah. Yeah. That's the easiest thing to get to do and. And the cheapest thing to replace is a cabin air filter. And a lot of people don't do that maintenance, do they, Doug? No. And a lot of folks don't even know they have them. I have them come in and pretty regular. I we didn't do, know it until just a couple of years ago. If we service, you know, change oil filter, we inspect the, the engine air filter and the cabin air filter. And, <laughs> and if they're dirty, we, you know, give the customer option to replace the filters while we're doing the, the oil service on it. So it's a good thing to do. You know, some vehicles have them, some vehicles don't. But, you know, generally you can look that up. And and if it's got one, sure need to look at it occasionally, that's for sure. It's sure right now because we, yeah. we're going through the green pollen area. And, mm-hmm. and you'll pull it out. And I know you've seen these pictures on, you know, when the tree up, when it hit a tree and it a, it a. Oh, yeah. I've seen them cabin air filters. You can pull them out, wave them, and, it, and that's, that's what it'll look like on them. Wow. Yeah, and it also, in, in the summertime, if they get stopped up and you're running your AC and that 
condensation water gets on them, and that's where you get a lot of those odors coming out of the vents. Yep. Right? Yeah, you get that musty smell, you know, like something's been wet, and it has been wet. No. And they really? Make, has it been wet? Have we had any rain? <laughs> but they make a cabin air filter now, Dave, is for people with allergy. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it does cut your airflow down a little bit because we've put a couple of them in for customers, you know, that, hey, I got bad allergies. I bought this, you know, from a place and um, put them in for them. And uh, it does cut the airflow down a little bit. But the guy told me, he said, my sinus is not near as bad as it used to be. That's good. That's what it's for. Yeah. yeah. What it's supposed to do. That's good. That's good. All right. We got about a minute and a half. By the way, congratulations to Jay and Maumel. All right. Picked himself up that vacuum cleaner. We'll give away another one before the end of the show. And Jay, I will I will get it over to Joe's garage one yep. day next week. Be closer for him to pick it up. Right? Yeah, it'd be easier for him to come get it there. So, so I'll uh, give you a call when I get off the air and tell if you. If you got a boat, you're gonna love this thing. I I can't tell you how many people have talked about yeah have talked about this. Uh, I've got we got a minute to go. Is Mirror Image are they are they uh, finishing cars now? Dave, I went by his place uh, one day this week and the door shut up. Oh no! And I hadn't talked. I've tried to call Roger to talk to him, but I hadn't. I ain't got him answer the phone, so I don't know what's going on. All right, Roger, if you're listening, call. You're yeah. the place I go to get my car fixed, and you did a, you've done a fantastic job with it. So I know he opened up a place in in Hot Springs. I knew that. Well, they maybe. may be sick or something. Yeah, who knows? We'll find out. All right, we got to get to Bill O'Reilly. He's coming up. When he comes back, we'll come back here saluting Ducks Garage, right here on the Dave Ellswick Show, and we're doing this because we got the car truck show coming up on Saturday, April. The 30th. Right now, though, Bill O'Reilly joins us. Let's find out what he's got for us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Want some health insurance that you can afford? Talk to Pat Davis. He'll say, you know, he's going to save you 30 to 50%. Here's how he does it for you. Uh, the cost initially, uh, no co pays. That'll reduce the price of your insurance to you. Uh, that deductible that you got, he'll help reduce that as well. Uh, so, uh, you know, all that money that keeps coming out of your pocket won't come out of your pocket. It'll come back to you from the people who are servicing you. So you need to talk to uh, Pat Davis about it. 501-605-6935. Or visit him online at uh, yourhealthplanman.com. And uh, he'll help you out. Oh, by the way, it doesn't matter who your provider is. He can work with any provider and uh, make it work for you as well. All right, Joe and Duck are here. Let's uh, talk about Karen. She's got a 2008 Jeep wagon, uh, Waggler, says. Wrangler. Uh, yeah, Wangler. Wrangler. Okay, unlimited. Yeah. All right, six-cylinder, 3.8 liter. Why does my Jeep shake at 30 miles an hour? My Jeep has a lift kit and off-road tires, and I was hoping, by the way, uh, if you got a uh, lift kit on your uh, truck and it's an off-road uh, pickup, uh, that's a that's that's a new uh, uh, category in the car show. Yes. That's coming up in two weeks, so keep that in mind. But let me go back and I transgressed on that. Uh, my The Jeep has a lift kit, off-road tires. She's hoping you can tell her 
while why her Jeep shakes when she hits 30 to 40 miles per hour and when I take my foot off the gas, it stops. Well, we know why, don't we, Doug? Pretty good idea. Yeah, it's too, they've raised it up in the drive shafts are at too harsh of an angle. See, yeah. she doesn't say what size lift kit's on there. Okay. So if it's a suspension lift kit, then there's, there's, the, the newer ones out there compensate for that because they have brackets that lower the differentials down, but they also lower the transmission so the, you don't have yeah. too much of a harsh angle on the drive shaft because it vibrates when you hit the gas and you let off, it goes away. It's usually a drive shaft issue. Most likely. And it's most likely it's just running too much of an angle because, and not only that, Joe, she'll be putting new joints in it quickly. Oh, yeah. Because you're overworking them. They're not designed to work like that. Okay. Does it depend on a lift kit if the front end is pointing up? Well, like these, they're making that illegal, by the way. Any, anything that raises it above its normal suspension height affects the front, the front end and the angles of the suspension parts that you steer the vehicle with, as well as what push it down the road, the drive shaft, pinion angles on the differentials front and back. And, and they in make, the transfer case, there's two drive shafts hooked to that. Yes, and they make uh, they make uh, like on the rear ends, they make uh, angle plates. You you know, loosen the springs up, and slide them in there, and you tilt the nose back down to get it back. It's like I think it's like two degrees is all it can be. You know, it's all that all the U joint needs to work. Yeah, but get, you know, and, and the quality of the lift kit and who installed it exactly has got a lot to do with it. So, by the way, let me just ask you guys this question. What what will they be judging on these, uh, you know, off-road cars? They're going to judge the quality of the kit and how it's installed yeah. and how it's, how how it's it been looks. modified, the quality okay. of that. Yeah, yeah, how it looks, how it's been modified. You know, is it something that looks good, is safe, and stuff like that? You know, it's basically, you know, it's basically how you judge them. You just, how they was modified, how good they look. You know, and all that stuff. All right. Keep that all in mind because that's a new, uh, you know, best of award. It's best off-road vehicle. Sure. And, you know, uh, it ain't got to be spick and span because it's going to be judged off the quality of it. Yes. Of how it's done. I'm thinking next year we're going to have a mud pit. I'm just. Ah, well, we ain't going to go there. I just got a, I just got a text message from Jerry Rocha. Yes. We over over 50 pre-registered. Fantastic. Yep. Never been that high, Dave. No, I know we've never been that high. That's People are chomping at the bit this year, and I'm yep. looking forward to it. Really am. All right. Uh, let's see. 740. That means we need to give away another, another one of our vacuum cleaners. So let's give away another five-gallon uh, bucket vacuum cleaner. Again, this is a wet-dry vac. These are good for your motor home, for it, your uh, boat, for your uh, pickup truck. If you're a hunter, they're good to take out to the to the cabin, things of that nature. Go ahead. And it uh, comes with a five-gallon bucket. Oh, it comes with the bucket? Yes, it comes with the bucket. So it's got it all right there. If you want it, be the first caller, 501-823-0965. Phones are ringing off the hook. Good. They want one. Sure. They want one. All right. So, Shelly has a 2001 Chevy Silverado 1500 LS, eight-cylinder, 5.3 liter. Garlic gas type smell and howling. 
I was traveling and started to smell a garlic gas type smell from time to time. Then I heard a howling kind of whistling type of sound, kind of like the sound of big beefy tires. I think I only hear it at about 45 miles per hour or higher. So guys, when does your, when does a Silverado 1500 start smelling like garlic and howling? Well, I don't think that's a garlic smell. I think that's no. a grease smell. What do you think, Doug? Yeah. Burden grease. I think so, too. <laughs> I think someone needs to be checking it because it's got yeah. a problem. Is that, what, is that the rear differential you're talking about? It could be a wheel seal leaking. It could be a you know yeah. pinion seal leaking. It could be you know the output shaft on the transmission leaking and throwing over on the exhaust. But that's what she's smelling, and it needs to be checked before something burns up. Yeah, the howling noise says it's a bearing issue, too, you know. And it could be low grease. That's correct. Or it's got, uh, you know, that's why it's howling is because it's got bearing issues, and that's probably why it's leaking because it's got slack in the in either the axles or the drive line where it needs to maintain stability to keep the grease from leaking out around the seal. And if it slings it out of there and gets it hot, I guess you could call it a garlic smell. I've never portrayed it like that i'm now me neither i can i can walk around one and i can smell the difference in oil burning and the difference between grease burning there's a little bit of difference sometimes hard to determine between power steering fluid and uh, engine oil but not too much a lot of times we can id that we can also id the smell of uh, burning antifreeze can't we Doug? yep and you know you can also smell when the, when a catalytic converter, you know, when, well, when the engine's not running right. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what you can be driving down the road and somebody pass you, mm-hmm. and you know they got a bad catalytic converter. Yeah, because you get that old rotten egg smell, sulfur. You got yeah. a, you have a you have a fuel management issue. It's the reason it's stinking. The converter is trying to burn that and it cannot. All right, Preston and Bryant, congratulations! Picked up a uh, vacuum cleaner. So you'll be able to pick it up right there at Joe's, or pardon me, at uh, at Duck's Garage. No, they, they go to Evans. Oh, Evans. Okay. Yeah, Evans uh, Auto Parts. He'll give you a call. Yeah, I'll call Duck, you when I get Duck out. Call you. He'll take care of it with you. All right. So anyway, again, we're celebrating. You know, Duck's coming up on his tenth anniversary at yep. Duck's Garage. He's one of the premier bumper to bumper certified service centers, as Joe is. They've been around for a while. Uh, we'll talk more about Joe next week as we're celebrating his, how many years, Joe? Oh, I don't know, too many to count. <laughs> <laughs> He's been around for a while. and uh, You're trying to get him to tell his age now, Dave. Oh, yeah, I, I don't. We're you old. Know, yeah, we're old. That's probably the best way to put it. We're just, you know, a couple some geezers. What can yeah. I tell you? It's the way we are now. And I and I know I am. I don't I don't deny that I know that I am, and uh, because I can't put up with some of the stuff that's that's going on. That panel truck right there will be at the car show, Dave. Wow, that's gorgeous. It's got its own video. <laughs> Look at the mirrors underneath it when it's on the on the jack stands there, where Man, it's, it's about a foot off. That the inside is gorgeous. Yes, it is. It is Al Capone style. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta like that. Yeah, you gotta like that. I'll be looking at that one for sure. We're going to have a lot of cars like and, and trucks like that. Wow, look, look at the detail. Detail. They're done, and they put a, yeah. a custom sound system in it. Absolutely. Woo. That's beautiful. Awesome. Get ready. It's going to be some good. And 
I'm not saying that's going to be the best. I'm just saying that's that's one of the ones that are going to be out there. There you go, Doc. Look at those pictures. I know I was talking to Russell's Russell's friend going to bring that vet that he has. He's supposed to. All right. There we go. I'm looking forward to that, too. That would be fun to, to look at. Yeah, he keeps telling me he's going to take me for a ride. I said, no, you ain't because I can't get in it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go for a ride. In fact, I want him to give me the keys to the car. Ah. We'll see. <laughs> East End Towing, don't forget about them. They're ready to help you in, in other problems you find yourself out on the road. They also want you to remember that when you're out driving about and you see those yellow flashing lights, and that's typically a tow truck that's uh, helping somebody, move to the other side of the road. Give Get out room. of the way. Yeah, give room to the people that are trying to do their job uh, on the on the shoulder. And uh, people get killed out on the road all the time because somebody clips them. I mean, it was a football player that just got killed a few uh, a few months ago. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, a guy from Ohio State. Just know to get over, all right? Give them room. And uh, know that no matter the situation, East End Towing can handle it for you. They've got the answers. All you got to do is call them. It's East End Towing, 501-888-8849. 501-888-8849. All right, back. It's looking like this uh, car show coming up a week from Saturday is going to be, as far as the number of cars, if the, if the weather helps us out, yes, is going to be the largest car show we've ever had. I mean, we've got... 50-plus cars already pre-registered. Is this going to be the 10th year, Dave? Well, if you put yes. COVID into it, it's really 12 years. Yeah, yeah I, I took them two years out that we didn't do okay. it because of the COVID. Yeah. It's 10. 10 years. It's a decade. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had came a two-year pause. Came, came, came out of the mind, the itty-bitty mind of Joe, Duck, and Dave. <laughs> yeah. Itty-bitty mind. <laughs> And I'll never forget the first year, and we were all sitting there wondering, will anybody show up? Well, we were sitting there ready and said, well, I hope they show up. Yeah, and they did. Yeah, about 30 minutes before we were, they were supposed to, they started lining up, and I said, well, we're going to have at least 10 cars. We're yeah. going to have a show. Then we ended up with 68. Yep. Well, I'm looking right now at next week, and it's saying that there is a chance of a thunderstorm. It's Arkansas, they're always in. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, too. Yeah, this time uh, of year. 70, 77 degrees. That'd be good. Yeah, it'd be perfect weather, but, to be honest. Dave, I need to give custom advertisement. Yeah, they do a good job for us. They they had them up on the billboard, and they went down, but they got them all back up working now. Uh, just want to thank Cody and, and, and Jim out there and Billy. Uh, Dave basically doing it for nothing. Yep. I mean, um, I'm doing a little horse trading with them to use the the pickup you know with the arrow signs on it right right outside the yeah somebody's throwing all the exhaust off of it so i put the exhaust back on it for them so but uh, grief well you know everything that we do is you know is a charity event for us anyway and it's giving back to the community and And it's for ronald mcdonald house and and the spectators that come out they're all going to benefit from the Buy your tickets for the for the raffle. We're giving away. Yeah, we're going to yeah. raffle off. Not given. We're raffling off two Green Mountain Grills. Yes, they're about eight hundred dollars piece, Dave. Yeah. Plus, all of the CSCs are going to give away something. 
Just Lynn. about every one of them is given away at least a hundred dollars cash or a gift card worth. That's bucks. correct. And yeah. there'll, there'll be ten, ten, twelve of us up there. So that's that's another twelve hundred dollars yeah. worth of giveaway. And we also got, you know, I got stuff to give away. Joe's got, you know, everybody's pretty well got stuff to give away. A lot we of swag, got swag everywhere. You go over, go buy ducks uh, garage because they're giving away rubber duckies. Yep. You'll want a, a rubber duck. Your, kid, your kid's going to want a rubber ducky, I'm telling Plus, you. I've got, uh, arm, you know, the armband deals that you snap and they, oh, yeah. they glow. I've got them. And I actually bought all this stuff last year. Yeah. And then. It's been sitting. And, and Ashley, she's added a little bit more to it. I ordered a box of candy from a church for Easter two weeks ago. Supposed to have been there last Thursday. Uh-oh. Well, it showed up story. on Monday. <laughs> I got 3,000 pieces of candy, so I'm taking it to the car show. There you go. We're going to put some bowls out because I don't need it around me. And Bring bring your kids, and we'll get them all sugared up, right? That's right. And I got some other stuff to give away. I got some Frisbees, and, I, you know. Go by. You're going to get a bag full of swag yeah. from all of the places that you stop by and visit. Well, our booths will be set up, and we'll all be lined up together, and we'll have a banner on the front of each table telling, telling which CSC we are, and each one will have a box, and you fill out your name and your slip and put it in there, and we're going to draw for our giveaways, and they'll be announced, and all you got to do is be there and come up here and get it. You know, you got to be present and get a $100 bill now, Dave. Well, yeah, you got to come and, to the show. All right. right. And when you fill out your car to drop in our boxes... Make sure you put your name where we can read it and your phone number where That's we can correct. read it. Make we it legible. It. It's it's not going to happen for you. Yeah, make it legible because Cause look, what, you're not a doctor, so make it legible. So what they're going to do is they're going to draw the name and send it whoever wanted a text. Oh, okay. And you got five minutes to show up at the stadium. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. That's a good way of doing it. And they'll, they'll announce it, too, but they're basically going to send a text that way. That's why we need a phone number where we can reach you that we can read. That's it. All right. Keep that in mind. Also, come hungry. We're going to have three food trucks out there. So plenty of food, plenty of drink, have, plenty of fun. We're going to have barbecue. we got uh, the taco uh, food trucks going to be there. Plus, we're going to have hamburgers, hot dogs. About anything you want to eat, we'll have it. All right. That's what I like to hear. I like to hear that. And I know that you, the folks won't be able to take, but there'll be a ton of donuts there in the morning. Yeah, they were discussing that Thursday, <laughs> uh, Monday night. Yeah, Who's bringing coffee and who's bringing donuts? That's right. Because we'll be doing a, a special two-hour broadcast that day. Oh, we're going, what time are we going to start that? Start morning? at 8 o'clock. 8, okay. eight, to, eight 10. to 10. And uh, that's always fun to do. Because I get to sit there and I'll be on the air. Probably, Heidi's not been involved in one of these, so she gonna like it. She'll like this because mm-hmm. she'll be she'll be sitting back here listening, and all of a sudden the muscle cars will start coming in, rattling Heidi, the walls, and they'll be rattling the ceiling in there, man. So me, me and you gonna be partners that that morning, cause okay, I'll have to set steel. Okay, well you come on up against man. my religion, but I'll have to. Sit we'll have still. every we'll have everybody else come up. Yeah, yeah. Usually it's you and and Joe are zooming around all yeah. over the place. So it's yeah. going to be you and Russell checking everybody in. Yeah. Well, they, 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 you know, some folks from my shop going to help. Ducks shops going to help. Other CSCs. Everybody's got folks going to be there to help. You know who I know will be there? I bet you James is there. Oh, James will be there. <laughs> 
He loves doing that. So Dennis will be there, too, uh, I bet. Dennis will be there. He's thinking about bringing his dad. His dad's been had a bad car wreck and recovering, but he's, I know. he's getting better, and he's thinking his his dad was a car guy, too. And so he's saying, you know, if he's feeling up to it, I may just get him over there and get him in a wheelchair and push him around and let him enjoy looking at the cars. You know, I didn't realize that Dennis just lives down the road from me. That's correct. I didn't know that over in Cabot. He lives out on Highway 5, so yeah, it's kind of cool. A lot and, of people live in Cabot. And there will be 125 gift bags for the first 125 car show vehicles entered entering the expo. Compliments of bumper to bumper. There you and go. It's first come, first serve. If you and want I inside the building, I, I, I can't ask him. Jerry's listening, but I'm gonna I'm going to think in my head that they'll probably have some wax <laughs> and some tire black in those. Bags. What makes you think that, Dave? Yeah, because if you show cars. Those are two things you need. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> good wax. And, you yeah. know, I have good some, wax. I That's have, right. I have camped there, at, you know, on, on the grounds. Yeah. And at five o'clock, I hear cars pulling up to the door. Yeah. It's all. It's a big deal. It's one. I think it's one of the best car shows around. Personally, the people who have really got some fantastic cars show up to show their automobiles, and you don't want to miss it. You really don't. So let me uh, ask this about wax. Is Blue Coral still in business? I'm not sure, Dave. Me neither. They were the car wax. Well, when when I was coming up, it was Mother's Wax. Okay. That was the big thing when we was all young. It was, you know, you waxed your car with Mother's Wax is what it was called. Well, I would, you know, I remember the black can with the red top, and I don't know who that was, but that was a reasonably priced wax. Mm-hmm. If you got the Blue coral kit yeah it was like now this is back in the late 60s it was like 40 bucks that was a lot of money for wax folks a lot of money for wax and uh but boy i'll tell you what you did it it rained water right off your car exactly it was really really amazing everything just slid right off. it did absolutely did well congratulations to duck's garage thank you dave 10 oh, years my guys, in November. It. This is fantastic. Yeah, they do a great job over there. Of course, next Thursday, join us because Joe will be here again. He always comes in I'll on Thursdays, and so is Duck going to be here. But we're going to give you we'll give you the history of Joe's Garage, which is pretty incredible. Well, I'll try honest. to make it on time. Well, <laughs> hopefully you won't have any more alarms going off. Yeah, there. that's what we hope. <laughs> All right. Appreciate you both coming. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Hey, Dave. tomorrow, it's, uh, you know, Robert and Chris and, uh, and Matt and me here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.